I just just like do yeah. I talk about introducing it all? Or no, just no, just hi, yeah, hi, yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Teddy Swims, and okay. it would help. I mean, you can say hi, I'm Lenny Kravitz if you want, but yeah, <laughs> don't do that. I'm, I'm Jake. <laughs> uh, right now, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Hey, I'm Teddy Swims. Teddy Swims time. Hello. Welcome to the next episode of Introducing. Um, how you going? Um, this guy is massive. I, I had no idea. Who knew the internet could blow people up? It all started with a little cover of a Michael Jackson song, what, four years ago? Uh, and the rest is history. Now he's in Australia for the second time. Um, poor bloke, though. Uh, Teddy Swims, this is. Um, last time he was in Australia, the Queen died. And then this time when he was here, the Matildas were all everyone was talking about. So everyone's very distracted. They've always been distracted when Teddy's in town. Um, and hopefully now you can not be distracted and you have a listen to his new record. It's out today. His debut album is out today. I've tried everything but therapy, in brackets, part one. This bloke is so sweet. Um, he's got tattoos from head to toe. He'll tell us about his first hat at 16. Why his mum cried and said... Why would you do this to me? And also why he's described as a genre-bending artist. In fact, even Rolling Stone um, said he's an artist you need to know. So I'm doing my good deed by introducing you now to Teddy Swims. Lovely to meet you. Yeah, lovely to meet you. This, uh, this is your second time in Australia, isn't it? Yeah, we were here back in like September, so mm-hmm. not even been all of a year. So I'm really excited. I to know be... my, most most people from your part of the world don't come out here like once every two decades. Yeah. You know, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I love it here. I think. Uh, and when we first started doing, you know, covers and stuff four years ago now, um, yeah. Australia was the first people that really started. And it's still one of my biggest audiences. And, and uh, is that right? Are we really? Yes. And I just just a different love here. And last time I got here, I felt kind of robbed from the experience because there was just a lot going on and uh, with the Queen passing. And so I didn't really get to. There was just a lot of mourning and not so much like me getting to see everyone. <laughs> were, we more, were we too busy mourning for you? Oh, well, not, not for me, <laughs> no, I don't want to be like a. No, no, no. Oh, I'm oh, saying, but, we, <laughs> but I didn't realize we were that. I mean, I know we took it seriously and stuff. But I can't believe we went polite to you when you were out here. <laughs> but yeah, everything kind of was just, you know, so I didn't really get to see a lot of things. And yes. and I wanted to make sure this time around, too, that we got to, like, uh, I got to see more things. Because last time it was just like you you get to see, like, outside the venue, you know, yeah. a little bit. And yeah. then, like, oh, wow, what a pretty city. So yeah. I'm getting to really experience cities. You have some special time to walk around and look. What, what, have, you not, what have you noticed? What's your thing now, now that we've stopped uh, mourning the Queen? Um, <laughs> what have you noticed about us this time? What do you like about us? <laughs> Well, and then I'll give you all the compliments. Extremely good mood this time around. Yeah, of course because, we are. Because the ladies are going to go to the finals. Oh, that's right. That tonight they're going to. I don't. Am I allowed to say a curse word? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. They're going to whip some ass. And, oh, is that a curse word? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. We could say whip some fucking ass if you want. Yeah, fucking right. <laughs> yeah, they're going to kick ass, and it's just it's a great time. Everybody's in great spirits, and yes. I just hope that uh, you know. Matella's kick ass. I, I, I'm glad your gigs are up. I mean, do you, I mean, do you, you're, you've actually timed this beautifully, right? Because I know Luke Combs has a show tonight. Yeah. Pretty much out near the stadium where the game's on. 
So the game's happening where, I mean, last time five, six million people watched it on TV and then the rest went to live sites. So I'm hoping for Luke Combs' sake, people go to his show. But you've timed yeah. your tour perfectly because you're not doing a show tonight. And from what I can see here, you're not doing one on Sunday. So if we make the final... Then I'm there. You've yeah. done it perfectly. And then if we win the final... Yeah. I say we like... Oh, I, I, like, I, I like this. Yeah, I, I love this attitude. That felt natural. That felt yeah. natural. <laughs> But if we win that one, yeah. then everybody's going to be so stoked. We're going to be so stoked. I, I, we're I so stoked anyway. We'll, yeah. we'll be stoked. We're, we're, we're that kind of like, we're almost like this parent that's like, we're just happy that we've made it. <laughs> yeah. We're like walking around with big smiles in our face. Like, Look how far that's we've come. Because yeah, yeah, no one cares about soccer here normally. I mean, I, I, I can say that, but you know, we get behind a good team. Hey, um, I got a chance to listen to your debut album last night. Yeah, I got a little sneak preview. And I'm not just saying this because it's the first track, but I kept going back to the first track. Oh, isn't it beautiful? Um, some things I'll never know. God, it's just... You must be so proud, not only of that song, but of this record. This this must be... I mean, because we'll get to how you started in a second and, and, and kind of why you got to be recording an album. But let's just talk about an album of your own material. Yeah. How does it, that feel? It feels really good. And I feel like I've finally kind of gotten my, um, I guess, like, what I'm doing figured out, you know? And mm. um, it's stuff that I feel is... Uh, true to my heart and doesn't feel gimmicky and stuff I'm not sick of yet you know I find I find so much of what we do in this job is always like <laughs> if, if we're really 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 lucky we write a song that we already are sick of playing and we sing it for the next 30 years <laughs> yes. you know what I mean and yeah. I'm like sometimes I have to be like I mean that would be an honor but um, I guess people also think that by the time the album's out you're done with it because it's probably been in, in yeah, your head for been years recording of, yeah. It, yeah. Recording, but you know I, I'm, I love the songs and I love um, I, I, I feel connected to them and I feel like uh, I don't um, I don't like hate listening to myself or get that like cringing feeling anytime you hear your own voice you know yeah. I mean still always you know everybody yeah. hates their voice a little bit but I'm really really excited that I um, about that music and some things I'll never know for instance I just I think that song just fell out of the sky, man. Uh, I mean, of course, Swish and Jul Julian Brunetta and Eli, man, and uh, I mean, they, they, it's just that that whole crew. I was I was allowed to be around during that time, and mm. I felt like that song just was like it was just from like God's lips straight to my ears, you know. And I I just felt like I was I'm so fortunate that I feel like I even feel like it's too early in my career to have that kind of song. I sobbed when I first heard it, and I sobbed recording it, and I just I still can't sing it without getting just moved to that, that yeah. capacity. And I've I've never felt that way about only time I've ever felt that way in songs in my life have been very few songs like I can't make you love me, for instance, yeah. or uh, first time I heard Give You Blue by Alan Stone, or. Uh, a few songs I have like that, you know, that are just like, God, I wish that was my song, and uh, yeah. that is my song, you know. So I'm, I'm God. Well, I love actually, that's that really song. interesting. Is there what what song do you wish was yours? Like, what? That's pretty much me asking a grown man what their favorite song yeah. in the world uh, is, which well, is I, generally I, only what ten year olds do. I, I, I do. I have a few. I have a few that are just like, oh, God, why didn't I write that? Um, yeah. There's this song. Um, by a guy named Ben Platt called Hurt Me Once. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, Give You Blue by Alan Stone. Um, I Can't Make You Love Me, obviously, Bonnie Ray. Yeah. And um, and this other song by a different Mac Ayers called uh, Change Your Mind. And I, I, I have, I mean, I have like all the ones that I like really moved me to that point. Yeah. Like, I didn't know much about Ben Platt until I saw the, the show, The Politician, when he sang yeah. Joni Mitchell's The River. Tell us about, you grew up in Georgia. Yeah. 
So to to me, even just saying the name George, like it feels like is it a was it a musical place? Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. I mean, I think I think in Georgia we have Atlanta, Georgia. Everything, everything came out of there. It feels you like know? you have to say it in an accent too. Uh, yeah, I know, yeah. I hope you Atlanta. don't get offended by yeah, that. Yeah, right? Atlanta, put, Georgia. Yeah, no T. In, it's Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, but everything came out of there. You know, Ray Charles, man. Yeah, like, we've we've had everything from everything from soul, like James Brown, everything from Otis Redding. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, Real soul music came from there. All of hip hop, man, Outkast, Ti, yeah, come on, everything. Um, so, did you feel pressure, or did you feel that this was your gift? That this is what you you all, you were always going to do this? Because I mean, you were playing football at one stage, yeah, sure. But was music always just in the back of your mind, going? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But I, I mean, we weren't really good at it, you know, for a while. Like it took a while. <laughs> I mean, and I, people ask all the time, like, when did you discover you could sing? And it wasn't just like I was just one day like, uh, and people were like, whoa, bro, you know, it was <laughs> it was a, it was a it was definitely a, a acquired thing that yeah. we got over time of trying, but I, I love it. And I'm growing up in that way. You know, I, um, I, there's just so much music in, in Georgia, everything from country to rock, to every, everything, the best music. I feel like I don't want to say ever, but so many of the, yeah. so you many legacy ever. artists. Yeah. yeah well, because, because there. you've been described, I've read a lot of articles that, about you and, and interviews that you've done and, and something that I always seems to be the thing that everyone comes back to is they say that you're genre bending. Does, does nice. that, but, but I, but I feel that to me, like, like my, my record collection at home isn't just rock or just yeah, pop. Sure. So I, I, does that how, is that how it feels for you that well, yeah, you I mean, want to create music that's different all the time yeah, as and well? I totally, I totally feel like, um, I feel like I've learned that, 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 that certain certain genres can kind of lend their hand to an emotion better than others. You know, when you when you want to like go out and hang out and party with your friends, you might, I mean, you might throw on some some this type of hip hop. Or if you want to cry and get a good cry out, you might go listen to a ballad. You might listen to yeah. an Adele. You know, or if you're gonna if you want to you want to scream and be angry, like metal's the way to go rock and roll's the way to go mm -hmm. to just yell and get anger out you yeah. know and so i feel like there's as a person who has all of these emotions and and uses that music i listen to to help me through those emotions then i feel like i want to make that kind of music for my uh, as somebody who has all those emotions i just don't want my show to be something where you come and cry for two hours even though no like, one's that yeah you know, but even though <laughs> but, 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 even though an hour of it you probably 100 percent. You know? yeah 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 but that, that makes you appreciate the tears more because you've been jumping uh, around before so i think they all just uh they, they lend their hands and um, you know like r&b friends and you can't make there's no better love making song like no better <laughs> no better like telling someone you love them and how you appreciate them in that way you yeah. know and telling a real lifelong story in country music you know you just get these ways of like i feel like i can i i, I can nav navigate them based off of how i want to um express that emotion you know yeah. and, and the whole spectrum of the human condition is all i want to all i want to do so you, you you don't kind of have an answer to know that you when you discovered your voice but when did you realize that when when did you start writing when did you think that i can actually because i said at the start you were playing football right yeah this was a pretty big deal for you football it sure was so when did then football turn into music well me and my buddy jesse so he's he's my best friend in the world and uh he still plays guitar and writes with me and he plays guitar in my band and um we've been we used to you know, we used to go on online all the time, and MySpace was a thing. You know, and I remember every MySpace. time, every time we'd get together, we'd had we found all these bands, and we'd sit together, and one of us would lay on the bed, the other guy would go through these bands he found on MySpace, and we'd play songs to each other, and we like it was all super like pop punk and indie back then, you know, for us. But I um, mean, his dad was the first person I ever saw really like play guitar and sing, and um, and I just was so moved by that, and he 
put us on like rock and roll music, you know, like, and I just, I just wanted to be like Jesse's dad. I was like, dude, <laughs> yeah. Rodney Hammond is still my hero, still the best guy That's in the world. So and, uh, and, and over the years, even as I've been pursuing this, you know, he's always given me a place to, to call call home or to go if I need work or to go if I need somewhere to stay. And, um, his Jesse's sister was, um, was in musical theater, got, got me and him into musical theater after she left high school. And that was like really the, the big one for me. Um, our first show we ever did, I, I maybe had like two lines, you know, but I was just like, this is what I want to do. And I remember when I told my mom, I didn't want to do, I didn't want to do football anymore i'm like done with that i'm not gonna make it being five foot seven anyway you know it's just not an american football you yeah. gotta be like six five right yeah. you know six so, five up and and wide yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it just wasn't gonna happen and i told my mom i was like, i think i love i want to do music i want to do musical theater i love this is what i want to be and i remember she pulled out all my things all my trophies all the magnets she had over the years the jerseys and she's just crying she's like why would you do this to us we put all of our life into football or football we're a football family you know and uh sure enough uh it was hard for her just to but she came and saw my first you know musical theater performance and saw my first two little lines and she was just like baby i am so sorry <laughs> this is where you belong oh, my little so star good. you know and uh and what does she think now what does she think of you she now she is the proudest she's just, you know, football yeah, she's proud. <laughs> I mean, and if i break my leg here doing this man, that's, shit, I, that's <laughs> Pull up a couch, still got a job, you know what I mean? So I, I wanted to talk to you because I, I love that you were in a couple of bands too, Wild Heart and was it Eris? Am I yeah, sure saying is, that right? Yeah, what kind of music was that? Um, so Wild Heart, we had, a, we had a couple songs out. It was kind of more maybe uh, country, kind of yeah. rock, alternative-y kind of sound. Mm -hmm. um, and Eris, we did a, it was kind of more of a prog rock uh, metal, like my last little shot at like metal before, because um, I was in bands like that forever and I, I still I still scratch the itch, you know, I want to get that out, but yeah. uh, I don't know if you I... Side hustle. Once yeah, the album goes gangbusters yeah, yeah. and stuff once like that, that, once Warner's like, yeah, you can do whatever you want, you know. But as of right now, <laughs> I understand why we have to focus on one thing. But yeah. if it was up to me, I'd just be putting, I'd put out everything. I just yeah. let it go, you know. Well, but, that, I mean, the internet—it's been your friend. I mean, you started. Was it four years ago? Was it your yeah. first cover? Yeah, um, June twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. Uh, Michael Jackson's "Rock with You." Is that when everything changed? When you saw the views just start ticking yeah, along? Yeah, I mean, and it also was like. I, I I didn't never intend on doing the you know doing the YouTube approach. It was just ten years from his death, so I was like, let's do this song to kind of pay homage to the greatest, you yeah. know. And uh, it just started going, and we were just like, okay, yeah, let's fucking do it. Yeah, and we just kept doing it every Tuesday since. And uh, it was so strange because uh, we in June twenty fifth of twenty nineteen um, we started the covers, and December twenty fourth of twenty nineteen uh, we signed a Warner Records and uh, changed changed our life forever. So it was like dude a day less than six months or something like that. Just that's unbelievable. Happened, yeah. So between the football, the musical theater, and and even your metal bands, when when was the first song that? What was the? Do you remember the first song you wrote that kind of made you think that you've got something here? This is not yeah, just um, mucking around, having a good time. There's actually something to this. Yeah, I think I think um, so. My like the first time I felt that way, um, me and of course Jesse and my my dear friend Austin Clark and I, my bassist I still have Christian. We we were in a band called Elephants before. Um, this became Teddy Swims, and a lot of those guys are still in that band, you know, in my band on stage and stuff. And uh, but 
you can still find uh, like our little kind of garage recorded mm. album, Compassionate Release by mm. Elephants. If, uh, <laughs> it's E L E F V N T S, which is like a goofy spelling of it. I don't know why we were just think we were edgy or something at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, making it very hard for people to find yeah, it on the internet. Yeah, I was so stupid. I don't know why I was like, this is a cool spelling. No, it's like so not planned no. out. Like not not the way. Make it easy for us. We're simple yeah, people. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and now now even go when I go look up Elephants, like the band name. I'm like, there's not even a band with a regular spelling like, like, yes. why didn't i check that first before i was like what if it was f-v-n-t-s like, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I, I felt like that was the first time out of all the years that we had been writing and working together and yeah. trying to get a band off the ground that it, it actually happened and um i still i still love a lot of those songs i still like listen to them they are um you know that's that's when we finally figured out like okay we we are like capable of yeah, and I think I think we were all just out of high school by then too, and so it wasn't like you got a D on your report card. You can't be in the band anymore yeah, like yeah. it used to be. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but does it feel like it, it has? Does it feel like a snowball that it hasn't really? You haven't had a chance to to stop because Rolling Stone even it called you a, an artist you need to know. Like, are you are you looking at that stuff? Are you reading that stuff? Is that added pressure? Do you is this just fueling you to keep going? Is it, or how does it feel? Or is it sometimes different every day? Like, you know, I, I'd say that is that is yeah. It's just like a different thing every day. I feel like though um to bounce off that i do feel the pressure a lot for some reason i when nobody like cared about what we were doing at all i i just was so sure of my shit like i knew like <laughs> yeah. i knew i was like the chosen one or something you know i was like <laughs> one day i'm gonna be the biggest artist in the world and then like people started buying in and saying oh you're, you're doing great and like your emotions matter and then i was like oh shit i don't know if i like <laughs> i don't know if i like you know i just kind of started getting way too precious all yeah of a sudden, you know and i i was so never afraid to fail and like of honestly failure is my best friend and now that it's uh people care i somewhere along the line i like got like switched to where i was like became precious and um daily trying to figure out how to be just like don't compare and don't like try to do the good thing and just do what feels natural and right and so um is it a, hard though to not compare because i, I read this yeah. thing i was gonna say because i read this thing ages ago about like if you used to be the best guitar player in your suburb right you didn't really have anyone like everyone just thought you were amazing and then you probably were catapulted over here to do other things if you're a 14 year old playing guitar now you're comparing yourself to billions of people like you're looking at them and you're kind of thinking to yourself well i'm no good and you throw the guitar away like do you ever feel like sometimes you've really got to shut off a lot of the time especially when you're working on an album and 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 working on yourself yeah i feel, I feel like it's it's such a negative thing to compare yourself to but we all do it though we yeah, all know we all know so we shouldn't easy. but we all do it uh-huh and there's no way to cut that <laughs> off there's, yeah. there's no way to turn that off and I, mm. I i think there's something about it though that i love that i try to i try to get the good thing from that side of it where um feeling like it's gonna sound weird to say this but feeling like i'm never enough is like kind of what i love about the drive yeah. and the hunger to keep going yeah but it also is probably the most negative thing in my life as well you yeah. know what i mean that comparison is also eating me alive but fueling the fire you know <laughs> you're saying I mean? that with such a lovely smile yeah, on your face but, it's eating me alive guys yeah but it's also fueling that fire of i want to be the best you know but sometimes like you sit there and you're like what am I really like? What am I really striving for here? Because mm. like I could, everyone's like it's all gonna be you know like I'm not I'm not gonna be like remembered forever. I don't know if that's even what I'm looking for. So yeah, I, what the fuck am I doing? You know? <laughs> well, <laughs> so, right now you're doing my podcast. I can, t- yeah, so I can tell I mean, you that. <laughs> I, love, I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, I'm like no. nowhere I'd rather be. Yeah, but I just uh, like 
what? Like, I don't yeah. know. I feel like at some point I told myself. What's well, that like, imposter syndrome? Everyone's, everyone's yeah. got it. I, I've yeah. got it in here. I've been doing this for 20 years and I still sometimes think, like, when am I going to be found out? <laughs> like, when's yeah, someone going to knock like, on the door? I knew it. I the knew FBI there with yeah. your sunglasses on, like, get in here, get, yeah. in, the, get in the van. That's him, officer. <laughs> <laughs> but it must, does it feel complete? Like, can all that go away when you walk out on stage? Because, I mean, not yeah, only have you done huge, you've had spot. done huge shows, right? That's the spot, man. That's the... If only that was all the time. That, that, that is the spot. I, you know, I like getting on stage. That's the one spot where I don't have anxiety or insecurities or anything. I could just be like, yeah. I could just, I, 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 you know, I just, and I always, I always make this reference. That it's like, I feel like that's my really my home in my living room, and um, I get to just walk around butt naked in my living room. And if you don't like it, you don't don't walk into my house. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I feel like it's it's especially it's, with your names out the front. So yeah. that really is your house for that night. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> I feel like I get to and I and and I get to be there and just totally be myself and totally be free and not that i'm not insecure there but it's that like i i get to be insecure and i get to feel whatever the hell i want to feel yeah man and it's uh it's it's just that 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 freedom i think is really why i being on stage and and sharing that and and the songs you already hate hearing people sing them back to you and you being like (laughs) damn maybe this was a decent song after all maybe my feelings weren't worth nothing you know maybe uh maybe that uh I, sometimes I feel like, man, that ex-girlfriend really won because I'm still singing about that girl, you know? <laughs> well, I think in, in, in fairness, like Dolly Parton, when when she sings Jolly, and I saw her at Glastonbury, and she said, that bitch bought me four houses. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're still singing about so, it, but yeah. you still that win. Bitch now? You know <laughs> yeah, that's mean? right. Um, what, what what about, because the new album's not out until uh, 15th of September, so you're obviously here now. Um, how how are you playing some new songs yeah, on we this got a couple, tour? we got a couple of them on there. We'll, we will be doing some things I'll never know. Yeah, um, great. Of course, Lose Control, it's out. And, yes. Uh, we have another one on on our set list now called uh, Goodbyes, which is uh, Goodbyes been good to you on the album as well. And uh, so we're we're trying them out, kind of getting our feet wet with them. But mm-hmm. um, you know, it's also when when we release the album, I don't uh, you can't just throw them all into there either. So it's kind of going to be like a slow burn on yeah. on uh, getting people comfortable and knowing the songs. But uh, I feel like the overall experience of it and the way that people have been taking it has been like people are already singing lose control and yeah. every word to it and yeah and we were doing that when our europe tour like it was like out for a week and people were just already eating it up you know and i'm and and some things i'll never know they won't have heard a word of it and it just you can hear like a pin drop in a crowd when you hear that song people are really connecting to and it's uh I mean, people in live shows are just really the greatest A and R. You know, yeah. I, I go up there and I say, "Hey, can I try this out?" And it's not too late to like take it off my album if you absolutely hate it. <laughs> and if you absolutely hate it, like, please feel free to tell me it sucks. You guys are here. You're already like, you already love me, obviously. So yes. like, oh, I good. could I can totally fall on my face in front of you guys right now. <laughs> and you guys, please let me know before I go to the next city and yeah. you know have my back. You know, and I feel like I feel like I feel like uh, I'm so fortunate to have like a. A, a family of fans in my in my in my house and, and yeah. tell me tell me this is great or I'm not really feeling that yeah. one, my dog. Yeah. That's all the, what the comment section of the YouTube is, yeah. is there for you too. Exactly. <laughs> try try to stay away from that. Um, where are you going to be on the fifteenth? What do you got planned? Are you going to do you know where you're going to be? Or is that for people behind the glass to tell I you? I think yeah. I think they. Uh, <laughs> let's look it up. I think I'm in New York or something. I yeah, I think so. That's all right. You don't have to tell yeah. me that. I just thought, wondered if you had anything planned for when the album finally drops. You, you know, um, I, I try to like. I, I definitely will celebrate yes. in a way, but you I, should. I, you should be very proud of. Yeah. Yeah, and I try. I try to make sure I give myself more of those celebrations and like uh, really celebrate them the right mm-hmm. way, and not just like 
don't know, like I, I, I'm learning how to celebrate something and as a win and love myself and that win rather than like celebrating it as in a, I don't feel like I deserve this and just going on a mean bender. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound too bad though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we let you go though, um, we like to ask what you'd like to, or who you'd like to introduce us to. Like, is there someone you're listening to? There's someone you're loving at the moment music wise that you just need to pass on to us. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my, my, my best bud in the world, man, Alan Stone. He's the one. He's the greatest. He's the greatest there is. He's the greatest on the planet right now. Alan Stone, anything in the world by him right now. It's just, he is my hero. I've seen him probably 10 times live before we were uh, lucky enough to call him my, one of my greatest friends. And uh, Alan Stone has the best voice on the planet right now, I believe. Unreal. Um, before I let you go, though, I have to ask, what was your first tattoo? Um, so I had, a, I had right here on my um, my left bicep, you know, the, the, the normal spot yeah. everybody goes for. I had, a, at 16, I had gotten this uh, tattoo and it was a cross and it was a little banner with my last name in it, my real last name, Dimsdale, mm. and another banner that said established 1992. It was so corny, bro. <laughs> it was so corny. And so, you know, I, of course, I was like in the locker room, like cut the sleeves off my shirt, like I'm yeah. fucking, like, I'm like fucking yatted up, my like, bro. And, uh, you know, of course, by the time I was 18, I was like, fuck I'm such an idiot yeah. Why would I? so I, I would say not that I'm the one to give any advice on tattoos to mm -hmm. anyone I got carried away so don't listen to my advice but <laughs> maybe 16 year olds don't make no. tattoo decisions lifelong decisions no at 16 you <laughs> no, know what, I mean? good, good. what was your last one then uh, the last one I just got was oh I just got my I just got my pup back in London. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, my dog, and uh, which, you know, it's, it's been tough. He's, he just passed a couple of days ago, too. So, oh, I'm sorry man, about that. I was lucky I got to be home for a couple of days, and uh, but I love him so much. And it's my, that's my boy, man. That's it's your boy. For, it's for him. Well, um, as I said, um, I've tried everything but therapy part one. As I said, I got to listen to it, and you should be so proud, man. It's, it's such a good record. I'm getting there.